0: Welcome to the Client Stampede Podcast. Everything you need to know to get more clients, make more money, and have more fun in your business. I'm your host, Julie Guest. Lessons from the greatest salesman in the world. When everything seems to be going against you, remember that the aeroplane takes off against the wind, not with it. Henry Ford. There is a pivotal scene in the classic book The Greatest Salesman by Ogmandino that's permanently etched in my brain. It's where the plucky young man, called Hafad, enters the gates of Damascus with his mule and a small number of oriental rugs to sell. The noise is deafening. The lure of riches is great. Hafad had previously told his father that his single ambition was to become the greatest salesman in the world. His father, a wealthy merchant, breathed a sigh of relief, embraced him, and then did something surprising. Instead of giving his son chests of gold coins, a warehouse of inventory to sell, and a ton of men to do the selling for him, he gives his son something far more valuable, just enough coins to buy five rugs and the advice to not sell the way everyone else does. Clutching his meagre belongings, his few rugs carried by his mule, Hafar sets out to the city of Damascus, filled with confidence and boldness. At last he can begin building the empire he has dreamed about for so long. But as the city gates swing open, his ears are filled with a deafening sound of shouting from the merchants. Hundreds of bazaars line the streets. Street vendors rush at him from all sides, holding up goods, each screaming louder than the next coppersmiths, silversmiths, saddlers, weavers, carpenters, each step of his mule brings him face to face with another person peddling their wares. Hafad's confidence evaporates. He is overcome with fear and doubt. How foolish am I to dream that I, a mere camel boy, will one day be acclaimed as the greatest salesman in the world, when I have not even the courage to ride through the stalls of the hawkers in the streets, Today my eyes have witnessed hundreds of salesmen, all far better equipped for their profession than I. All had boldness, enthusiasm and persistence. How stupid and presumptuous to think that I can compete and surpass them. The reason this scene is so vivid to me is that it's a stark reminder of what it's like to run a successful business. Even though Hafard's situation took place hundreds of years ago, the only thing that's really changed for us is the marketplace. Instead of it being a dusty labyrinth of streets in a town square, ours is a digital global marketplace. Everyone is still yelling their wares at the top of their voices. Pop-up ads assault us, radio ads and videos playing instantly, even without us asking them to play. The same way Haffad was engulfed and harassed by merchants every direction he turned. How can Hafad succeed in an overcrowded marketplace? We'll talk about that in a minute. But first, there are two key learnings here. The first is don't feel intimidated. No matter what anyone else is doing or saying, especially your competitors, just keep your head down, your eyes on your goal, don't look left, don't look right, just keep moving forward. You're the only person who can bring your special skill, your special blend of talent to the world that's so desperately needed. I definitely can't do what you do. No one can, and that's the reason you're here. The challenge is to keep on going despite what else happens around you. It's to keep offering more when others cut corners and offer less. Just like I've talked about previously, It's about every day, brick by brick, building a business and a brand that you're proud of, that enriches the lives of others. Is it hard? Yes. That's why the street vendors come and go at such an alarming rate. But you're made of much sterner stuff. Just think about all you've overcome to get here. It's pretty darn impressive. Never forget that. Keep moving forward. The second key learning is the importance of marketing strategy. If you were a street vendor back in Damascus, do you think you'd get more customers by standing on your table and yelling at the top of your voice at anyone walking past? This is what most marketing agencies advise their clients. They tell them that their problem is a volume one. They just need to spend more money on their marketing campaigns. In other words, just shout louder. One of our clients in the construction industry did exactly this on the advice of their agency at the time they doubled their ad spend across every platform. Instead of response rates getting better, they actually got worse. More and more people were ignoring their ad, and even worse, some were getting so irritated at the increased volume of annoying advertising that it was damaging their reputation. In my experience, having consulted and coached with hundreds of businesses across so many different industries, the marketing problem is rarely, if ever, due to not enough advertising. If anything, it's too much marketing of the wrong kind. If a marketing message isn't working with a small market, then it's extremely unlikely to start working with a bigger market. As an aside, you need to know that 95% of ad agencies earn their commissions through media spend instead of being fee-based, so they make more when you spend more on advertising. In my opinion, this is a gross conflict of interest, but we'll talk about that on another day. If a marketing message isn't working with a small market, then it's extremely unlikely to suddenly start working with a bigger market. Instead, their marketing problem is usually caused by some or all of these issues. One, muddied messaging. Most businesses know how they're different and better, but they have a very hard time articulating this difference in a way that doesn't sound the same as everyone else. Branding and messaging are joined at the hip. Both have to be strong and distinctive to be effective. Boring advertising. Their ads look and sound like ads. We've all become extremely skilled at dodging advertisements. We upgrade our Hulu subscription so we're not interrupted. We train ourselves to ignore the messages on the right side of the screen when we do a search on Google. We can't bore someone into doing business with us. We can only interest them. Good advertising doesn't even look like an ad. It is, of itself, conveying something of value, such as a book, an article, a magazine. I'll discuss this in more depth in future episodes. Another issue is that the ads are targeting the wrong people. This probably sounds blindingly obvious, but it's a very easy mistake to make in a digital environment. Audiences can be made too large and too general with one simple click or perhaps the wrong platform is being used entirely. That would be like Hafad walking into the most impoverished streets in Damascus and trying to sell his rugs to the poor. Everyone might love them, but those aren't the people who will buy them. The upshot of all this is knowing the solution to fixing every marketing problem is having the right strategy. Back to Hafad's problem and how I would advise him on how to best reach his end goal. First, I would have studied his track record in selling rugs, which is actually none. Two, having discovered this, I would have then sat down with his father to discover what made his business successful and what the biggest opportunities were in his father's business, in the current, future and past. Three, then I'd study the buyers of rugs in the rug making industry. I'd identify who the main players were, what their goals were and the best ways to reach them. Four. Once I'd obtained a thorough understanding of the rug market and his father's current business model, which is step one of the client stampede formula, then we'd move on to examining the products for sale. Hafad's rugs. Six, I'd be doubtful that there'd be anything special about his rugs, which means that they're kind of like a commodity, meaning there are hundreds of other vendors selling the same or something very similar in his market. So the question becomes, how can you create market differentiation? The answer is by wrapping in some kind of service, changing up the packaging, creating an amazing backstory about how the rugs were made via branding, and so on. There are a thousand different ways to differentiate a good product to make yours stand out. That's step two of the Client Stampede formula. There are five more steps in the formula, all are simple to execute, but each requires deliberate out-of-the-box thinking. The upshot is that I would advise Hafad to never have a stall in the marketplace, or to try to compete by shouting louder, or by hiring teams of people to accost the new city's visitors first. Instead, what he needs is a major strategic pivot. It would make far more sense for him to seek out the largest buyers of rugs in the city and understand who their buyers are. How can he work with them to make them even more successful? What small things could he do to win their trust and repeat business? How best could he get their attention? Perhaps he approaches each one directly with a special offer and, as he has expertise in looking after camels, maybe he offers to care for them for a week which will result in them being happier and more productive for their master. Maybe he finds the merchant's wife and gives her a present for her husband that is beautifully wrapped reminding her how exquisite it would look in his office, and so on. Yes, I'm talking about rugs in this episode, but really we're talking about your business. So what challenges do you and Hafad have in common? Which of the strategies I've recommended for Hafad can you apply to your own situation? If you could only choose one strategy to implement, what would it be? To summarise, don't let the marketplace or any of your competitors, new or old, intimidate you. Keep your eyes on the gold don't do what they do, there's always a much smarter, more efficient, and highly lucrative path that is far less crowded for the simple fact it's harder to find. Having the right strategy is your most powerful competitive advantage. You can get a copy of today's show notes and get emailed a copy of all future episodes by visiting clientstampede.com forward slash email.